say Shy City. Shy City. Shy City. Coming home again. Welcome, Bobcats, to another edition of From the Field to the Fence. I'm your host, Otis Evergirl, and with me, I got my good buddy, KTSW Sports Director, Warren Shore. How's it going, good man? It's going well. As you can tell, happy, oh, happy days. Browns, largest comeback in NFL history on the road, down 25. Charlie Whitehurst, my man, killing it with the quarterback <laughs> position for the Titans. Making us uh, getting that getting us that dub, good old Hoyer the Destroyer <laughs> out there. As you can tell, Warren and I special NFL edition thing here going. We just thought we'd give the fans a little bit of our personal lives and the teams that we uh, follow closely, as we like to say in the industry. <laughs> in the industry, um, yeah, not a happy not not a happy day. Uh, Texans losing Sunday to the Cowboys in overtime. Played a good game. <sighs> Shrine Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitz tragic as he has been. He was not Fitz magic. He was Fitz tragic, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I was I was a little teed. But you know, you win some, you lose some. Congratulations to the Dallas Cowgirls. Excuse me, I mean Dallas Cowboys. Uh, played a good game. Uh, seemed like you guys are playing in Houston though. So you know that's 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 always a problem. I, I am growing the beard out in tribute to Ryan Fitzpatrick because <laughs> he's such a great quarterback. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, another thing that happened this weekend: college football. Before you get to Texas State, whoa. Top 25 took a major L, and another person that took a major L, sports sports editor at the University Star, <laughs> Keeson Ramirez. He's usually with us. Got a little scuffle, huh? Yeah, he's a uh, day to day little uh, incident trying to. That's why I don't shave. You might cut yourself, <laughs> and uh, that's what happened. So he's a uh, he, he, he lost a battle with the razor. Yeah, so, yeah he got, he's got a little shape. He got a little wound, but he'll be fine. He'll be back in the next. Uh, next podcast episode, like I said, he's day to day probable. Uh, it's not anything, no, no fifteen day DL, none of that. He's he'll he'll be fine. Yeah, no seven day concussion <laughs> DL or none of that. None you, of that. You might have to give him some tips on shaving though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, top twenty five taking major L's, like Warren and I like to call it. Uh, Alabama, A and M, Oregon, Oklahoma, UCLA, USC, BYU, Nebraska, LSU, Wisconsin. Anybody in the top 25, you know, they pretty much lost. Uh, you know, that's going to be really interesting with the, with the um, committee. Yeah, I'm really surprised Alabama lost. I thought Ole Miss was overhyped pretty much the whole way. Bo Wallace, he can be either great or just terrible. And they got good Bo yesterday, but I was surprised. I thought Alabama would do better than that. I'm really not surprised A&M lost to Mississippi State. Mississippi State's defense is really physical, and they're really good. And they got Dak Prescott at quarterback, who's really good. And A&M really hasn't played anyone this year like that South Carolina. Not looking good. They lost to Kentucky yesterday, so that win's looking a little eh right now. But, yeah, I will say this. I want to give a little shout-out to Rob, Rob Berline, SID. Uh, when he went to TCU, so when his alma That's mater true. beat uh, Oklahoma, true. gave a nice little thumbs up to the press <laughs> box, no cheering, props to him, props to him for that. The nation's SID, Rob Berline, he was on <laughs> with us last week, uh, previewing the homecoming game. Uh, TCU alone, they got that W there. Um, yeah, top 25, taking losses, but team that did not take an L, Texas State Bobcats, beating Idaho for homecoming 35 30. Um, Texas State definitely uh, did their thing. Didn't have the ball at all. <laughs> Idaho, 41 minutes, 12 seconds. Texas State, 18, 68 seconds. Um, Texas State 
biggest thing that you take away from that game was, yes, it was a W. Yes, they did win. They did, they did beat a winless Idaho team, but it just seems like the inability to finish is hurting the Bobcats a little bit. Yeah, I agree. We saw that in the Illinois game. It uh, reared its head there. But th- give them credit, they did not let it happen against Tulsa. And then this week, they all, they tried to do it. They did this. They tried to do it against Idaho, but they uh, they finished. I it's just I don't know what it is with them. I think they're so close. Fran talked about this in his post game. So close to putting the putting the dagger like the Mager punt return is what he said was the big oh, one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Twenty five yard line and he fumbles it and they, they they did get an unlucky breakout. It went right to the punters, the Idaho punters hands, and he just fell on it. Um, but still, you you're at the twenty five yard line up twenty one to three. Probably going to score a touchdown there. Up 28-3 to midway through the third quarter. Game's over. Idaho's not coming back. But, yeah, give the ball over to Idaho. And then they don't score on that drive, but it gives them some hope. And that's what happened. I, I do think it's good, though, that they won this game without having to go to overtime or anything like that. Yeah, that's true. Because it showed they can close. But this is definitely going to be something to watch or the entire year because this could you don't want to be walking on that plank it it gets very dangerous out there yeah, that, that plank of death pretty much uh you know you know what takes me off about the mager thing he almost scored yeah. and on our last uh field of fan show i said they did 42 24 or something like that but mager would have a punt return touchdown i was really hoping to get that right he did the complete opposite did the you know did the fumble he was a key player for me uh this past week i thought he did a pretty solid job him and mims it seems like they got beat a little bit with the air attack but that's all they can do is throw the ball uh not <clears throat> they were all right on the ground turnover margins texas state probably wants to do a little bit better than that and i think that's what's killing them in their finish finishing ability idaho with two turnovers texas state with four i mean you know when you're playing lafayette and you're going to play georgia southern and you're going to play south alabama and some of these teams down the road and sunbelt conference play you can't turn over the ball four times you you know you, you you have to be able to keep the ball keep it secure you know we were talking about this before the show tyler jones two picks he threw the first one, I mean, I was not pleased with the thought. The first one, uh, he forced it, just throw it out of bounds. You know, just just be safe. Do your 111th. That's their mantra. So just do your 111th, throw it out of bounds, live to find another good day, tries to squeeze it on the sideline. Heck and he a, fumbled the snap, too. So yeah, it was already uh, from the, the, the start of the play was already bad here. He, he didn't catch the snap in the shotgun, and then he tries to make a nice play. While and, getting hit. Yeah, and it was just a bad play already. It was a like credit to the Idaho player. Oh, great, yeah, was, yeah, great heck of a pick, play. a diving yeah. interception on the sideline. Great play there, but just throw that out. Yeah. Air it, air it out, air it. Throw it in the first row of the seats. And the second one, <laughs> double cover. I mean, he tried to force it to James yeah. Gaines over the middle, double coverage. Uh, as soon as that ball was thrown, you knew it was trouble the whole way. So, you know, Bobcats fumbling, you know, things like that. They gotta, they gotta clean it up. And I, and I think when you, t- when you face teams that aren't exactly on your level, because I don't think Idaho was on Texas State's level, you kind of relax, you know. And I thought they'd figured it out with Pine Bluff. Yeah. 65-0 is not mm-hmm. going to scoff at. You know, you finally figure it out and say, hey, you know what? They're not on our level, but let's tell them they're not on our level, yeah. not try to play to their level. So. I agree, but Matt Linehan, the freshman quarterback for Idaho, uh, son of Scott Linehan, Cowboys offensive coordinator, he is good. He was good for a true freshman. He can spin it, yeah. and he's going to be something to deal with the next four years at Idaho, especially if Paul Petrino stays there because um, that offense just suits his game perfect. But – yeah, you just got to finish. As I, that's just the story. I mean, they did finish. You just got to make it. You want as many stressless plays as possible. And the, they're, they're not doing that. The stress level on the plays in the fourth quarter, they're, 
they're high stress. Like at the end, you shouldn't be having uh, Idaho have to drive down the field or have to have a Jermon Williams interception to save the day with 50 seconds left. You want that to be the kneel down. You want, like I said, as many least stressful plays as possible for everyone. And that's just not what they're doing right now. Yeah. Texas State able to run 58 plays. Idaho 105. Oh, that is a big uh, disparity. Texas State 390 yards rushing though, so that's yeah. you know that's they only ran good. 17 plays in the first half too. Yeah, 17 <laughs> yeah. plays in the first half. And talking about plays, this is the second game in a row they've uh, the defense has been on the field for over 100 plays. Yeah. Last week they get also uh, Tulsa ran 105 plays on them, so it's yeah. going to be something to watch. Good thing we can talk about this later, but the break coming up for Tuesday no. give them an extra extra week of yeah. rest or extra couple days of rest that's really going to help them that's going to pay dividends and being at home too i think if you go on the road still whatever yeah. but being at home going to be comfortable you know before we get to the reason why they ran less plays than usual you know good question is you think it's a good or a bad sign that texas a has won two down to the wire games do you think it's good they're being put in these pressurized situations to deal with in the future or do you think it's kind of like Oh, we got a problem here with, with the inability to finish. I think it's good they won because you always want to know how your guys are going to perform under pressure, and they're performing well under pressure. They've won these two games. If they would have lost, I think we'd always we'd say, well, this is not good. So since they won, it's a good thing. They, we know they can perform under pressure, and that's only going to bode well for the games against Lafayette, Arkansas State, South Alabama, Georgia Southern. So you know they can do it. Hopefully those games don't come down to the wire because the Bobcats are ahead. But it shows that they can handle the pressure moments. I think it's a good sign. Yeah, and I, and I agree. I know it's a little frustrating with the inability to put the dagger, like you like you said, Coach Fran said, putting the dagger into some teams. But at the same time, down wider wire, at least they've been there and done that. They know how to handle the situation. They know how to handle um, the moment. So, you know, that's, that's always going to be interesting. Tyler Jones, 11 of 20, 76 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. Matt Lenahan, 347 yards. 52 attempts, uh, two interceptions. So uh, that's how the the, the uh, quarterbacks contract con contracted. No, compare. That, that is not a word. Contracted. I totally made that up. It's compare. You're looking <laughs> compare. for compare. I am looking for Keesum's words. I'm looking for some SAT words. You know what? Words. We can't <laughs> Keesum. We. First we can we, only hope to be Keesum one day. I'll tell you that. We can't keep taking L's on words that we don't know the meaning to. No, yeah, sleep. <laughs> I, got, I got beat by sleep apnea last week. We, yeah. can't, we can't keep doing that. But the reason why I bring up those numbers for Tyler Jones, there's a reason why we do for 76 yards. Terrence Franks. Da-da-da, da-da-da. That's all yeah. I kept thinking about. Um, Saturday night when the Bobcats played. 284 yards, three touchdowns, one for 75, one for 70, one for 95. Boy, was he, man, those legs were moving. And the 70-yarder and the 95-yarder were on back-to-back -back yeah. plays. So uh, well, I saw there were a lot of wows there. <laughs> yeah. uh, they asked him if he thought he was going to get caught because he's a track guy. He right. said, nope, not getting caught, and he was right. And I thought something was pretty funny, too. Someone asked him uh, if he ever remembered if he had a game like that. Well, he was the last Bobcat running back to run for over 200 yards. And it was he ran for 234 yards his redshirt freshman year in 2011 against southeastern uh, Louisiana. And I, look, I saw that, and I was curious if he would remember it, and he did. He rattled off. He's like, my redshirt freshman year, 230 yards against Southeast Louisiana. And it's because some players are like, oh, they don't yeah, remember yeah. those games. But he remembered 
credit to him. Anytime you run for 230-plus, you, you should remember <laughs> that game. And, I too, he led Division One in rushing yards yesterday with 281. He was the leading rusher. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think for him it's amazing. I think I tell this story a lot is that, you know, for him, if you go back and look at the statistics, his first year here, his redshirt year, uh, he was the guy. You know, and then Rob Lowe, Tim Gay, Chris Nuttall, a lot of these guys came in um, and – you know, they kind of took the spot away from him. And now, now um, because Chris Nuttall with uh, academic issues, um, you know, Tim Gay's been hurt. Rob Lowe's been hurt. He's had his opportunity. He's stepped up. And even in uh, Saturday's game, he was in. You know, a lot of the times when you see Rob Lowe, nope, it was Terrence Franks. He was the hot hand. And, you know, and, and he had those long runs. But even him rushing throughout the game, he was consistent and he was he was productive in running. So, definitely, that's, that's obviously my player of the game. Uh, Terrence Franks, 284. I don't know if he got the helmet sticker. With Lou oh, Holsch, I don't know. With Lou Holsch and uh, and uh, Ohio State hater Jackson, Mark May, yeah, <laughs> Mark May, and, and and all those guys. I, I don't hope know. He got it. And I hope he made Sports Center top ten play. I don't know that he either. didn't make top ten. I saw oh. top ten, but he should have got a helmet sticker. He should have got a helmet sticker. Who's your player? Uh, I had Mike Odiari. Defensive line. There's been issues lately getting yep. pressure to the quarterback. Yesterday they had ten sacks, nine or ten sacks as a team, I think. Uh, he had four and a half on his own. Uh, really was just in the backfield. The whole defensive line was in the backfield all day. Lanahan, even if they weren't sacks, they were pressuring, flushing him out of the pocket, making him throw on the run. Really changed the dynamic of the game. I thought ODR that was the best game of the year they played. Uh, and that's good to see. You need to see the defensive line because they lost a lot of guys from last year's team. He was one of the guys that needed to step up, and this was like his big first game. And that's another thing, too, Fran said. Players need to get better from September, and now we're in October, so they need to get better from September to October. And then they'll, they'll need to get better from October to November. And I think we saw that with ODR. Uh, he got better from September to October. Yeah, Fran loves to use that analogy, and he loves to use it. Well, you know, in September, uh, they're freshmen, and no, in October, they should be sophomores. In November, they should be juniors, you know. So they should be uh, elevating the way they're playing, and they should have matured um, um, at that point. Uh, it's good to not say David Mayo or Tyler Jones. It's yeah. always good to see other players step up, or Rob Lowe, you know, T. Franks, reserve guy. Michael Diari is a starter, but for him to get four and a half sacks, be active on the defensive line is what they needed from, from from those guys so a uh, good win for the Bobcats it's homecoming you know the alumni are in town uh, students showed up I believe 21,000 plus fourth largest uh, 21 345 oh look at him Look at him. So not I, on the notes either. So for, yeah, it's not. So uh, fourth largest in school history. Yeah. So that's that's pretty amazing. Uh, but before we get out, Warren, you got any final thoughts? Yeah, just a big win, Idaho. You don't want to lose to a team that's only. You need to beat teams that you need to beat and you need to win your home games. I always say you're at home, you should win those games. It doesn't matter who you play. Those are games you need to win because you're at home and you have your fate. You don't have to travel. You don't have to deal with all the other outside issues of that. Um, so it was nice to get the win there. And big, big game against Lafayette. Lafayette has not looked good at all. Hasn't looked great this year. They lost. They won by four against Georgia State. Georgia State was picked 12th in the Sun Belt at the yeah. beginning of the year. Yes, uh, at the beginning of the year. So that huge, huge game on Tuesday, uh, October 14th, that Tuesday night against Lafayette. Yeah, and biggest number for the Bobcats is 10. Uh, 10 days off. 10 days off. Rest, recuperate, and hopefully they can play Lafayette really well at home. Tuesday night game, ESPN2, more exposure for Texas yeah. State. 36,000-plus uh, students is always great. Um, 
you know, and for them to get the big win at homecoming is great. Uh, yeah, they've played two emotional games. David Gish, Tulsa. Uh, you got to come back for homecoming with all the hoopla and all that stuff. So, you know, it, it, it it's kind of understandable why they yeah. go to the wires. You, you know, could you even throw the, the Illinois game in there, yeah, too, because that was true. the whole weather delay weather, so. and you were up big there. That's three physical, emotional games yeah. in a row. And that's why this 10-day break is so important. Well, where mentally they can, yeah. they can, they can relax and focus. Physically, they're able to rebound, but always mentally getting prepared is always more difficult than physically. So it'll be good rest for the Bobcats. But if you have any questions or comments, uh, you can leave it at theuniversitystar.com or ktsw.net. You can always tweet us any questions or comments at University Star, at KTSW Sports, or at UStar underscore sports using the hashtag Field to Fans. For my man, Warren Short, KTSW Sports Director, I'm your host, Otis Abraham. I'm like, I tell you guys, I'm going to talk to you Keep making that platinum and gold for me. Think about me now and then.